0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stalbaum.
1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. It's Thursday, May 6th. We're glad you've taken time out of your day to join us here on the Morning Breath Drive Time Devotion. That's what we do, read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time in the Word. Got a pretty big chapter in Luke we're going to do today. That's what I did before I came here, read the chapter Listen to it on my Bible app, just hang out with Jesus, uh, get into the Word, and then uh, we come down to the studios here at the Merritt Island Campus of East Coast Christian Center, read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter My coast today, Faithful Thursday guy, Pastor David Gammon. How are you doing, sir?
0: I'm doing great, Pastor Dan. I am so excited for this chapter, so much good stuff inside of it.
1: Yeah, it's a, he gets a little testy in it, too. does. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he's fired up and uh yeah sometimes uh sometimes Jesus is fired up., uh, I think Jesus is probably always fired up, but uh sometimes he has to deal with a little bit harder, you know subjects and you know dealing with maybe some pharisaical stuff and hypocrisy and all sorts of stuff like that. so he gets right in there. Uh, come on, deals with the faithful servant, the evil servant mm-hmm. in this chapter, so yeah, there's a it's a it's a pretty tough time he even talks about how families can end up being divided over him and you know so it is a it's a pretty you know serious chapter in a lot of ways I I guess you could not say any part of the Bible wasn't serious <laughs> right. but it's a he's getting with it in this this chapter and so anyway what's going on how do how do we do this how do they stay in touch
0: man we love as as serious as this chapter is the truth is the Bible is written in a full full format not really yeah. by just chapters we want you to jump into other uh, episodes of the podcast where we cover the other chapters as well. And how you do that, the one of the best ways is get our app. If you don't have our app, just go where you get mobile apps. Get the East Coast Christian Center app. You'll see our logo there. Download it. Morning Breath is on that a lot. Also, what we do for our weekend worship experiences is on it, a.k.a. that's a fancy way of saying our church service, All right, <laughs> all right? And also our groups and our events, great way to plug in to East Coast. Yep. But go to our website as well. Same stuff's there. Go to the website, and if you need to, just call the church, uh, 321-452-1060, and we'll take care of you. Another great way to stay plugged in and a, a great way to have your social media get used to uplift you is follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, because we put out encouraging content and inspirational content and just let you know what's going on in the community and in the church. So follow us on those platforms. We want to keep you guys plugged in and, and taking your next steps with Jesus.
1: Absolutely. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Good, man. Did you Running the board over there. Yeah. All right. Is you that, could call it that. I is guess. That your, what is that? A shark shirt? Yeah, it's got a shark on it. Is that a baby shark shirt?
0: No, it's a big boy shark.
1: Have you ever heard of baby
0: shark? Baby oh, I shark. Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. that's it. That's what that is. I yeah. can tell it's a baby shark shirt. Yeah. Try to
1: make make out like it's a grown up person. I think it's. I think it's a shark made out of fish. Yeah, it's a shark. Well, that's what all sharks are made out of. They eat fish, <laughs> and then yeah. they grow. So, yeah, all sharks are made out of fish. Yeah, I think it's a baby shark shirt, actually. I have a grand, grandchild or two, oh, right. so that's how I know about baby sharks. Yeah. Now you know about Baby Shark, I right? do, yeah. I
0: do. It's yeah. like I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm struggling right now, not like, to sing that song, <laughs> not, to get you, it out you of you my head. It. It's like yeah. oh yeah, it's, 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 puni-
1: it's terrible. <laughs> it's like a punishment. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. So my my wife went to to a garage sale or where was it? It was like a church garage sale. Yeah. And she bought uh, our youngest grandson a Baby Shark tent. Oh wow! And so he's got one of those little cubes that sets up in the living room, and it's a Baby Shark. So he was, nice. He's pretty thrilled about that. Nice. Yeah. Got points. I told him I got it for him, but, you know, what's... No, I didn't. Right. No, yeah, no. Carolyn got Yeah, so Baby Shark. I like right. your shirt. Thank you. Yeah, well, let's, let's get in there.
0: Well, speaking of babies, we yeah, got Marriage and, 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 Night coming up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So jump on board for that. Marriage Night, it's, it's, it's May 7th. It's going to be at our, our Maryland Island location. It's going to start at 6 p.m. Doors open at 6 p.m. Yep. It's going to be incredible. We got a speaker coming in. He's engaging. He's fun. We have yeah. food. We have games. We have child care provided. It's $10 per family. And yeah. I believe the event overall. We got a band was, coming in. We got a band coming yeah. in. I this happened two years ago. It was one of my favorite nights of it the really year. It really was fun. It was incredible. Um, the teams are working really hard on this. They got some really cool, entertaining surprises. And in the midst of the fun, your marriage and your family will get stronger. Yeah. So it's excited. Go to our website. Go to the events page. Sign up today.
1: Very good. Well, let's uh, let's get into the word, huh?
0: Amen. All right, here we go. Luke twelve, Pastor Dan. I say to you,
1: read, sir. In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another, he began to say to his disciples, first of all, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have spoken in the ear in inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. And I say to you, my friends, do not be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. Are not five sparrows sold for two copper coins, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear, therefore, you are of more value than many sparrows." Also I say to you, whoever confesses me before men, him the Son of Man also will confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And anyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man, it will be forgiven him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. Now when they bring you to the synagogues and magistrates and authorities, do not worry about how or what you should answer or what you should say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. Mm. Then one of them from the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take heed and beware of covetousness. Covetous. Say that for me, David.
0: Covetousness?
1: Yeah, that. Uh, For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. Then he said to his disciples, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. Life is more than food and the body is more than clothing consider the ravens for they neither sow nor reap which which have neither storehouse nor barn and God feeds them of how much more value are you than the birds and which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature if you then are not able to do the least why are you anxious for the rest consider the lilies how they grow They neither toil nor spin, and yet I say to you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothes the grass, which today is in the field and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? And do not seek what you should eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. For all these things the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knows that you need these things. Seek the kingdom of God
0: above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven, and the pursues the <laughs> pursues, and the purses. Wait, why is my head blanking out? I
1: oh, don't know where uh, are you at?
0: of heaven. I'm, I'm on verse 33. Yeah, yeah, and the what, of heaven never gets old, or the pursuing of heaven never gets old, or develops holes. The purses of heaven. Purses. Wow. There we wow. go. You know, okay, I'm a little bit secure, and I didn't know that word. Your, <laughs> treas- your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it, no moth can destroy it. Whatever your treasure is, the desire of your heart will be also. Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning. And though you are waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast, then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servant who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will sit, will seat them, put on an apron and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for when the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, a faithful, sensible servant is is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his house, his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant thinks, my master won't be back for a while and begins beating the other servants and partying and getting drunk? The master will return unannounced And unexpected, and he will cut the servant into pieces and banish him in with the unfaithful. Banish him with the unfaithful. And the servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. But someone who does not know and then does nothing, and then does something wrong, will will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return and when someone has been entrusted with much even more will be required i have come to this, i have come to set the world on fire and i wish it were already burning i have i have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me and i am under a heavy burden until it is accomplished do you think i have come to bring peace to the earth no i have come to divide people against each other from now on families will be split apart three in favor of me and two against, or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, and mother in law against daughter in law, and daughter in law against mother in law. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, When you see me cloud when you see clouds beginning to form in the west, you say, Here comes a shower, and you are right. For when the south wind blows, you say, Today will be a scorcher, and it is, you fools, You know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times. Why can't you decide for yourselves what is right? When you are on the way to court with your accuser, try to get the settled settled matter before you get there. Otherwise, your accuser may drag you before the judge who will hand you over to an officer who will throw you into prison. If that happens, you won't be free again until you have paid the very last penny." Amen.
1: Amen. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Uh, that last little part there, uh, I don't know if I thought about it in this. this uh yeah. That was the NLT? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I thought about it in this context before, but I, I do think Jesus is strongly encouraging these folks to get right yep. in this last part. And uh, I think he's encouraging them to get right with very much— God, mm-hmm. but also to get right with each other and how important it is, uh, you know, to to settle things before it comes to a place where you're on trial for it, so to speak, or where it's, you know, you're actually going to have to pay the price for it. And, you know, I thought about this uh, when you looked over here at the part where it says, so Hugh lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God, talking about this guy who... Build all these barns and stuff, I thought about it in the same context there, how valuable relationships are and that how important it is to whatever you need to do, humble yourself, uh, confront a brother, uh, just whatever it takes to make sure that you keep your relationships good. Um, 70 percent, this is a, there's no do-overs in life. Once you get done, you're done. That's it. You get one shot at this. Seventy percent of business executives said they would have spent more time with their families Mm. Um, as when they get to the end of their, you know, retirement age and they're, you know, giving up on, you know, working hard in business. They look back and say 70 percent of them said, I wish I would have done a better job of spending time with the people I love. Mm. I don't know. That just kind of stood out to me there on the way to the magistrate, make every effort along the way to settle with him. Come on. You know, get get things right. Get it right. Um, even with people, you know, your enemies, you know, people that are down on you, you know, uh, people that you've hurt or offended, uh, to reach out to them and make things right with them. It's super, super powerful and super important. I don't know. I just felt that encouragement for somebody out there.
0: Amen. I know when I was reading this back part, one, I actually got great comfort and peace because if Jesus is going to set the standard and bar high on the judgment end— towards the end i also know that he is a good good father and that he is he is a just king and a good king so that means when he set the bar high to tell us not to worry he means for us not to worry yeah right so i can trust in his justice and i can trust in his mercy and grace and provision um but for what really kind of like convicted my heart was that we have a a a A gospel of confusion kind of in America right now and you hear a lot of like only God can judge me and then you see people that like maybe have Jesus tattoos or cross tattoos but they're living completely wild on their own and then like well I've got Jesus that means I've got grace oh man Luke 12 and then also the book of Revelation there's a a reference in there several times to the uh, Nicolaitans Uh, and it says hey and he says this. He goes, "I hate the Nicolaitans," and if you're perusing Revelations and if you jump from Luke eleven to Luke thirteen and you don't get to see this side, the Nicolaitans were people who took the grace gospel and ran with it, and were like, "We can do whatever we want now. There's no punishment. Every we can just live how we can party how we want. All sins are paid." And they totally omit what Peter says. All things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial. And it's like when when Jesus even said in Luke 12 is saying, I have a cup of just – I'm under heavy burden about what I have to do. Mm -hmm. And then later, post-crucifixion, he says, man, I really don't like the people that are taking advantage of what I did. And, and he charges the church, I believe, of Ephesus, and it might be Laodicea. No, Laodicea it was lukewarm. But he would, he would say to him, I d- do not think that you can just take my grace and just do whatever you want now. And it's like we need to be prepared for his return. We need to be walking in his ways
1: and walking in his will. Yeah, and, you know, the, the whole – my chapter starts out with the heading Beware mm-hmm. of Hypocrisy. Yeah, same here. Um, and William so, you know, when you see that, I think the thing that bothers the – Maybe if you look at his strongest rebukes in all the gospels, his strongest rebukes are towards those who are—I'll just call them the religious crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't want us to get lost in, oh yeah, it's just those religious people. What he's saying here is, if you claim one thing and live another way, in other words, I'm a—I'm a believer. uh, I'm a pastor. But I, by no means, claim perfection. Come on, Um, I I fall short in a lot of ways. Um, I am, you know, when you hear that the things you've done in secret will all be up on the, you know, movie screen, right? Of heaven, um, that that's a little bit, you know, shaky. But I've got stuff that'll show there on that movie screen. You know, I've got things that, you know, ways I've spoken to my family or my wife that I'm ashamed of. Mm -hmm. I am by no means a perfect man, but I have grace in spite of that. I think there's a difference between, you know, the broken, humble person who says, I love the Lord, I believe in his Mm -hmm. grace, but I am falling short and I need it every day, not You know, I got it all covered. It's my safety blanket. Um, That's not the right approach Mm -hmm. to take with it. And uh, the other thing is the Bible says, and a lot of people say, oh, don't judge me. You can't judge me. Well, the Bible says judge a tree by its fruit. Mm. There are lots of scriptures that actually tell us to judge because judge is the word krino in the Greek, and it just means decide. Yeah. And so what, when it says that judge not that thou shall not be judged, that's with evil judgment. That means a judgment that doesn't account for the grace of God. That's a judgment that doesn't include mercy and love. I have to decide about things every day. If we were going to, if you guys, let's use you because I don't need a babysitter for my kids. But if you guys were going to get a babysitter, mm-hmm. you would have to judge her yep. to, or him <laughs> to put them in position to, to take care of your kids yep. because your kids are precious and you should um, do that. The Bible says that Sarah judged God faithful. Mm-hmm. Oh, judge not that thou shalt. Wait a minute. She judged God. Yeah. So, you know, there's a there's a power in making a decision and we need to. It's when we do it without mercy and especially when we do it thinking we're higher than somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest problem with the religious people here. They thought they were better than everybody else. And uh, I think that's part of what bothers, let's say, to the world about the church is, oh, you're looking down on me. No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you eye to eye. And here's the good news. Jesus came and walked the earth yep. to look to you eye to eye. Hey, I'm broken too. Mm-hmm. God has been grace grace filled towards me. He wants to be grace-filled towards you. All you got to do is start leaning in.
0: Amen. I tell you what, I can swim pretty good, but I'm no Michael Phelps. <laughs> all right. That doesn't surprise you. Right. But if you were drowning and I swam out and I grabbed you and I'm a big boy, I could probably bring you in. And um, and you start looking at me saying, well, you don't swim the 100 meter that fast or you don't do that. I'm, like that's equivalent to what we're doing here as church leadership and people who God has called into your life to say, hey— Hey, turn turn from what you're doing. And what happens is we get mad at God. We get mad at people of God when it says in John 15, I prune those who I love. Mm. You know, it's like, man, and it says uh, in Proverbs that that the wise man, uh, he enjoys correction. So, man, I tell you what, there's so much in this chapter here, but being humble heart. Pressing into God, if you're worried about this whole blaspheming the Holy Spirit that you see inside, them let me set you free. If you're convicted by it, you're probably not doing it. Yeah. All right, and, and that's kind of it, a little bit in a nutshell. Um, so, if you did something stupid and you maybe were angry at God or whatever, just say I'm sorry, move forward, you're fine. Yeah. All right? you're not. If going you feel out.
1: bad about it, then you haven't blasphemed <coughs> against the Holy Spirit because you wouldn't care. Right, you know if if you did. So, I think that's what Pastor David's saying there, and I think it's super important that we understand what that means and it actually doesn't mean like what people think it means mm-hmm. if how how are we born again we're born again not by corruptible seed but by incorruptible Come on. the word of god that liveth and abideth forever so the word is a seed planted in our hearts who do we receive when we're saved jesus no not really jesus is seated at the right hand of the father you actually receive the spirit of god to live on the inside now it's father son and holy ghost and that's why the spirit always speaks of jesus on the inside but we actually receive the spirit for salvation come on and if you say the spirit is the, the devil or beelzebub you can't be saved mm-hmm. it isn't saying oh if you say darn you holy spirit you're going to hell and you could never be forgiven. It's saying if you reject, that's what they did, rejected what Jesus was doing and said it was of the devil. Yep. Well, if you reject what Jesus is doing and it's of the devil, guess what? You can't get saved. Right. That's why it can't be forgiven. It's got to be repented of. And you got to believe it's of God and not of the devil. Come on. Anyway, so that's that's blasphemy against the Holy Ghost. we got to go. We'll be back in just a minute. Good closeout. Bye-bye. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast
0: from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira,
1: Need a Fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been
0: certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules
1: and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com.
0: That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final
1: thoughts. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Just in closing, you know, there's a lot of correction in this chapter and that. And one of the things that's corrected, but I think... Maybe one of the most acceptable sins that we allow in our lives and we sort of live in on an ongoing basis. is mentioned in verse 22 and uh, 29. 22 says, and he said to his disciples, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, nor about the body, what you will put on. And then verse 29, and do not seek what you shall eat or what you should drink, nor have an anxious mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Worry is is the whole key here, is is what I'm getting at. And I think it's possibly the most acceptable sin that we have in as believers. God doesn't really rank sin. You know, this mm. is number one, this is number two, this is number three. Sin is sin, sin is wrong. And uh, But we're willing to worry about stuff. I mean, if the season we've just gone through as a world— wow. With the pandemic and the elections and the riots and the police uh, incidents that are going on, all the stuff that we're seeing around us that, that, you know, is just flashing in our faces. And it's pretty easy to worry. It's Mm -hmm. pretty easy to have an anxious mind. And God here is encouraging us not to have an anxious mind, but be focused on Him. Come on. And uh, know that God, if He takes care of sparrows... He'll certainly take care of you, and uh, if he takes care of Baby Shark over there, he'll take care of David, take care of me, and take care of you guys out there. We're praying for you, believing with you. God bless you guys. If you are not been going to church, get back in church. See you Sunday. Love you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath Podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.